me. Yeah? Seemingly is an important word. It, its definition is appears everything. If everything is seemingly so, it means everything is appearing to be true or false to you. So there is no inherent true or falseness. There's no this or that. It's going to appear to be this and that. Like, we're the arbiter. <laughs> we come before the this and that. Without us, there would be no this and that. There would just be this. Yeah? But we come suddenly, and we see things in a sort of split way, and then we give meaning to everything based on there. And as the Course explains it, that you and I are the dreaming, he says the dreamer, but you and I are the dreamer of the dream. So I would, my way I would change that would be, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah? So we're the activity of this place. And this, this activity never culminates into anything happening. It's just an activity. It's constantly, it's a constant activity. It never stops and coagulates and becomes anything. It just keeps on going, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the relief. <laughs> so, so, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. And I would say seemingly. Because the dreaming cannot forget that it's dreaming. That's part of the dreaming. <laughs> and it's dreaming that it forgot. That which is, does it can forget that which is. Alright, so you and I are dreaming the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. Alright, what happens when we forget that we're dreaming? Well, this is what it says. It says, we suddenly now give everything that we're dreaming, people, thoughts, feelings, this and that, we're giving everything that we're dreaming all the meaning it has. And the meaning we're giving it is that it can affect us now. Yeah? So if you look at it, if you, took, if you brought every person in of the whole world, all the seeming people in the world, and you had a diagnostic, and each one, their skeletal event would be the exact same, which is you and I, every you and I, are the dreaming of the dreaming, we forget, we seemingly forget that we're dreaming, in that condition we give everything we dream, we're dreaming the, the ability to affect us. Every person would get the same diagnosis. <laughs> it would be like you took an x-ray, not of the figure, physical, but you take the x-ray of the activity, that's the perfect diagnose, diagnostic. You know, you and I are the dreaming of the dream, we forget that we're dreaming, seemingly, and in that condition we give everything we're dreaming them uh, the ability to affect us. How do we give it the ability to affect us? We see it as real. Only real things could have effects, yeah? So the only so if something isn't real, yet it seems to be producing real effects, it has to get that reality from somewhere. And I believe it's given to it by us. By taking ourselves to be the dreamt. We now give other dreaming qualities, there is the sense of reality, and therefore something real can have a real effect. There you go. Does that help anyone on Saturday? Probably not. <laughs> but it can open up a possibility. And all you need is like a little toehold. All you need is just to have a possibility that isn't being entertained as a possibility here, come into the lexicon or the whatever you want to call it, because it will shake it up. Yeah? 
if you see that you may not be that which you've been only, the only way you can take yourself to be what you're not is by thinking you are. <laughs> it's the only way it gets reinforced. It, what you are cannot leap into something else, but it can think it's left into something else. Yeah? It can't do it any other way. If you see, like in recovery, there's a great story in one of the back, they have stories of people who are getting into recovery. And one of them is a great one because this guy goes to hell, gets out of hell, and then he goes back into hell and is preceded by this statement. A thought occurred to me. A thought occurred to me it would be a great idea to have vodka with my milk. <laughs> but, you know, it's an insane thought, but he's made he, he, him being the dreaming so, hey, that sounds pretty fucking good. And he started drinking, and there we went again. Yeah? So, you could basically start, start every story of what seemingly so based on a thought occurred to us. Yeah? So, what would happen if the thought system is the bridge from what's so to what's not so, and actually, basically, is what allows what's not so to appear to be so to what's so, is by thinking, as Jesus says, as you think, so it is. Basically, that's dreaming. Yeah? As you think in dreaming, so it is. Oh, but it doesn't seem that way. I've been thinking I'm great, and no one, think, no one sees I'm great. Well, there's a certain agreement we've had, <laughs> a large agreement, that this is how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 90% shitty, 10%, 10% good. And when good comes to you, your head will start worrying about, is this going to last? But if bad comes to you, your head's going to say it's the beginning of a lifelong life depression. It's going to elongate the quote-unquote contracting quality, and it's going to fucking snuff out the expansion quality. Because this, the game is rigged here. It truly is. Yeah, there's a momentum. <laughs> there's a momentum here. <laughs> That's why we have meetings every week, twice a week, because you need us. It's <laughs> we need a, pres- a life preserver thrown out there. <laughs> because if you if you lived here and read what is out there to read, went to what's out there to go to, it would be quite easy just to fall into. Well, this is it, you know, and fuck. <laughs> and you would totally you would totally relieve yourself of the responsibility of being the dreaming and you would hunker down into being the dreamt to such a point of being the dreamt that you took it all to be real yeah? and maybe you would try to get in line and try to do what other people do to be happy and maybe it wouldn't work for you but you would stay with that same tune and you'd buy that thick jacket and you'd go to that fucking thing and this and that and this and that and nothing would really turn your turn your engine. It's like I used to do this idea of a <laughs> cartoon for a spiritual magazine, which was I used it last week. A, a flatbed truck with slats and all these cows on it. Yeah? And on the side of the door it said Mike's meat mac- meat packing plant. And all the cows, obviously, yeah. They're all just there. And then there was one cow, wide open, eyes wide open, looking up, and I would say the awakened one. So the one cow woke up. <laughs> the others are going very, very, 
very unconsciously to their demise. But the one cow woke up. Now, in a lot of ways, it doesn't behoove the cow to wake up. It's sometimes not the greatest thing. Because it's not going to feel like a lot of the other cows feel like. For a while, maybe. Things may have to happen. And you have to have your priorities straight. Or they will be straightened out. <laughs> so, <laughs> because you will be under review as an action figure. You will be changed, for sure. Because something has... Uh, it's sort of like, if you're used to 110 amp, you have 110 wiring, if 220 amp comes through, it's pretty shaky. So you've got to get rewired. Yeah. And you don't, go, you don't have the schematic, something happens. So you're allowed to sort of burn brightly, so to speak, in a way. So, this whole idea of the selfing was something... You ever have a feeling that you know something and you can't put your finger on it? It was sort of like that with me. I was doing a lot of practices, a lot of meditation, a lot of Tai Chi, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff, and I was diligent about it. Went to see a lot of people and uh, and then I read this magazine. There's a magazine called Tricycle. It's a Buddhist magazine, right? Very nice. I used to have a subscription years ago. So I just read this magazine, and there was this op-ed in there, one page, and it was a famous meditation teacher who'd been teaching meditation for like 30 years. And he was talking about the situation that was happening all the time. All of these old-time students were getting in touch with him who've been with them meditating for 20, 20, 25 years and saying, hey, nothing fucking happened. So I read that <laughs> and I canceled my subscription to Tricycle <laughs> because I didn't separate me from them. I saw, fuck, all right, I'm getting off this bus <laughs> because obviously it's not going where I'm hoping it's going because they did a whole lot more than I'm doing and that's, that's the conclusion they come with. <laughs> I'm jumping out of the plane. So that was sort of was how it's, things started to happen. And then the, the Course in Miracles slapped me a lot. <laughs> Especially Lesson 2. Because every time I entertain Lesson 2, I had a, a, a avalanche of possibilities occurred which was, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. It's a very comprehensive statement. There's no wiggle room out of there. That you, It's actually informing you your rightful position here, which is you are, you are preceding most shit that you think you come after. <laughs> you know what I mean? You are dreaming. You're in the head of the line, basically. There's nothing behind what you are. There's nothing that's seeing that which is seen. <laughs> That which is seeing is it. So it really started to intimate the, like the role. See, I wasn't living that role. I was living the role of being the dreamt with a lot of challenges and a lot of this and a lot of that and a lot of blind spots, you know, emotionally crippled, all this stuff. I mean, the degree of difficulty was very high. Alcoholism, addiction, you know what I mean? <laughs> But suddenly, this this idea wasn't even talking about that. It was always talking about as that that whole event as not me, basically. It was never implying it was me at all. It was saying that's not you, not as a denial, but as a fact. And so obviously, you suddenly you realize you're 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 at the you 
you were taking yourself to be the boot in Monopoly, so to speak. And you were trying to get to Boardwalk, but you always ended up in Baltic Place, let's say. So you were trying to beat the Eiffel Tower, and you were trying to this. And suddenly, you, you, you were revealed to be at square zero. And then the whole game looks different from square zero than from the boot. Yeah? The boot continues on moving, but you're not the boot, in a say. As Jesus says, you're in this world, or you're in this boot, but you're not of this boot. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you move it around, this and that. And to me, it's more, you're an expression, really. So this was all about finally entertaining. All right, because what the Course describes most of the time is the activity of what you're not. And then it offers you the possibility that there's a quote-unquote aspect of mind, bigger mind, and I, what's called the Holy Spirit, that if you contact that Holy Spirit, it's going to be the, the middle person, the middle non-thing between you and you, basically. So it's going to arbitrate <laughs> the, the, the correction of, of a mistake that never happened, basically. Yeah, so really... And so there's a great chapter in the Course which calls, says, I need do nothing. One of my favorite chapters. Because where it describes like all these different modalities, like contemplation, meditation, yoga, all these things. And they say, he says, listen, if mind, big M mind intends it, it's going to work. You're going to be free because you are free. But it's going to take you a whole lot of time, probably if you go these modalities. And it says humbly, if you're reading this book, this book's one of its main purpose for you is to save you time. Yeah? And then what happens is, it says, if all these things go about, where they're all going to lead to is this one simple realization, which is, I need do nothing. So, hearing that, why not start at I need do nothing? Why do you want to have it a place you're going to end up? Because I've already had enough samples of where all the something that I was doing and garnering was leading to, which was nothing. So let's make a leap. So we, you don't have to go to the exhaustion of something and something and something. You could get it. Hey, this is like a dead-end train. And then leap suddenly to I need do nothing. And then from I need do nothing, all the activities that now happen through you have a different intent. You're not trying to go anywhere with them. Yeah? Because you are located or you're rooted in what you've never not been unrooted to. So it brings an ease and comfort that you can't get from 50 time massages. It brings it breathes an ease and comfort you can't get from a giant stock portfolio which isn't bad or good to have, but it's not going to produce. This is a production of, of an, like an infinite resource. So it's not even a production. Yeah? You've tapped into something that needs no tapping into. It's always available at all times, right where you are. And finally, like in the Bible, it says, you know, the Son of Man has no place to rest its head because while you're thinking you have a head, there's no place to rest. But if you see, um, you're not, you don't have a fucking head, that's the rest. If you don't need to put a head down to rest, then you're resting. Yeah? And the head, of course, can't rest because it's agitated. It's like one of those snowy snow things you shake up. It's constantly fake. It's those, and you know, the snow and those little glass things is like thought system. It's just pouring down 70,000 a day 
just you know, slow, you know, with new ideas, new things, and usually mostly incriminations about where you're at and what you've omitted and what you should have committed. Yeah? And you didn't. So it's constantly raining down. So that which is agitated, like a great Zen master says in Faith Mind, you can't use agitation or activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. So you can't use that which is agitated to seek peace because if it finds peace, it's going to get agitated around it. And see, what doesn't it happen? People feel pretty good now, but they're super concerned. Will I be feeling good tomorrow? <laughs> they can't enjoy peace because time is involved. Yeah? yeah. So if peace is, seems to be a condition I produce, it's also a condition I can unproduce. That's not peace. Peace is freedom from all that. That's what peace is. Peace is liberation. Is freedom from the need to be liberated. Because most people, if they think they're liberated here, they got to defend it like it's a fucking, you know, the golden calf. It can't stand on its own legs because it's conditional. If they change, it seems to change. You want to find something that, that holds is the context for all your changing, which never changes. So its never changeability isn't based on you trying never to change, which is an impossibility. You're a volatile event. But what would happen if you you sense the context that never changes, you may have a lot more acceptance to that which is changing constantly. You may find the ability to love those unlovable characteristics you thought were impediments in you. You may be able to fit yourself around what you're not by realizing what you're not. Instead of trying to be what you are from what you're not, seeing what you're not, and that's being what you are. It's not a consequence, it's a fact. So in seeing what I'm not, because that's the one quality that's inherently pristine, that does not get developed here, and does not get diminished here, it's our seeing. It's a God-given fucking condition. it's being used all day to be the basis of the whole narration we're trying to live by as an action figure without seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting and touching, there'd be no material for the mental state to create a narration or make a narration out of there'd be none so the basis of our life, it's like a camera that just constantly sees everything Does does it have to feel better if it's only seeing Hawaii if you're in Hoboken, it's the same camera. Newark is the same camera. Sixth and Market, the same camera. The basis of clarity is undisturbed by what's appearing in it. That's where you rest. And it's not an experience. It's beyond an, or before an experience. Because experiences are definitely going to come and go. You cannot build anything lasting on experience. I've had tons of experiences. As long as I was in the right condition, in a fucking silent retreat, meditating 13 hours a day, I was having spinning mandalas and constantly. But as soon as I went to the village two days later, eating you know, fucking fried rice, you know, there, what happened? It was all conditional, man. I'd love to live in an incubator. It'd be great. 
But that doesn't seem to be on offer constantly. But if the base, if the context, which is never disturbed by the content, you know what we call ocean has never been affected by any wave that's ever broke from it. Ever. Ever. Yeah. It's totally, totally giving all the permission of zillions of appearances of waves because it's totally solid in its nature of ocean. It doesn't, it's not fucking defined by what's appearing on the surface. What is the unfailing condition? It's greet, you're greeted by it every morning when you wake up. The eye opens and the whole thing's on. Yeah? You don't make any effort to see, do you? If your eyes are bad, yes, but not what's seen. I don't take classes on it. I don't try to improve my, my hearing, you know. If my ears are not full of wax and they're working, it's going to hear everything that I can possibly hear in the spectrum that I can hear things. There's no volition or choice or discrimination involved. I'm going to hear fucking everything. And I'm going to see everything. And I'm going to touch everything. And I'm going to sense everything. There's no discrimination. There's no volition in any of that. That's the basis. Then we build like a little tower of Babel with language all day, talking about we did this and we did that, and we get so obsessed in the penthouse, we forget the foundation. We don't recognize, man, what a miracle. Look at what's happening. (laughs) Really, I'm seeing, you know, I hear this giant cornucopia of an event is occurring with no bidding it, nothing. It's just here, on, constantly. And it's not available unless you're here. Not as this, but as what we truly are, which is, as an expression here, you could call it consciousness, but as the absoluteness, it's awareness. Just a little of it goes a long, long way here. And it's not a path to illumination. Whatever path you're on, it will illuminate it. Because you are the light in which you're looking, which is the mental state's using that to find the light. You are the, the light the mental state is using to find the light. You are the Buddha the mental state is using to find the Buddha. You are the big M mind the mental state is using to find the mind. If you took out that middle thing, the, middle, the mental state, the Buddha would be knowing it's the Buddha. Therefore, it would not be seeking the Buddha. It would be being the Buddha. Yeah? The mind would not be seeking mind and be mind. Light would not be seeking light and be light. Yeah? And so it wasn't like, oh, it wasn't light, wasn't light, wasn't light. Then it suddenly, no, it was, once it dawns on you, it reveals it's always been that way. Nothing ever actually really happened here. And you get a you get a little free sample every night you go to sleep. <laughs> I mean the etchers gets gets shook and it's a whole new thing every day. And there's no it's not like a, an iPhone. It doesn't record everything. It's a surface lies takes up line. It's just totally erased as if nothing ever happened. There's something afoot here that's different than the way the two were dancers. I'm telling you. I once, when I got in recovery, 
coming out of a really crazy way of life, the first few months I did was write a simple inventory, which was just basically what I did. Like, I woke up at 8.15, took a shower, had coffee, had some eggs, went to work, went to lunch, went to back to work, came home, went to a meeting. And, all, and after a week, I saw basically what I was doing, what I was doing, and then I remembered the narration while I was doing that. You're never doing enough. It was like, it was so far off from actually what was happening. It was like, it couldn't even get close to landing. It was like a plane saying it was landing in JFK, but it was in Nebraska. Honestly, it was just like, what? I said, wait a minute. And I got a huge distinction. Fuck, I'm living a really incredible interpretation that's overriding actually what's happening. Every day, to such a degree, I can't even recognize it. <laughs> I had this whole story, I'm never doing anything. I was doing tons of shit every day. Oh, I don't do much. I don't do much. I'm never helping. I was working with you. No, it's just, wait, who is it talking about? <laughs> so, you have to, you know, these are little hints. If you get a little taste, you don't... Sometimes you don't have to investigate anymore because the mind itself will ba 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 ba. Yeah, you, this is what happened when I first went to satsang. I went in, saw this lady, and it wasn't a lady; it was just a space. Yeah, it was like you know, you ever you ever like? Well, I don't want to use that example. So, all right, it was just a space. So I went in there, and this lady was sharing, and then I I just got moved. Something happened, and I put my hand up, and I said, you know, I came in here. And I was observing my mental states, my emotional states, my circumstantial states. Yes, it's gone over and on and on and on. But now, I, but I thought it was me doing that. And now I see it was a mental state observing mental states. Yeah? So I left with that, and it was like my camera, I thought this was its only position, which was self-centeredness, had moved. Yeah? So I saw a little more of what I'm not. Yeah? But then I found the second maneuver of the system of selfing, which is to defend itself. It will claim to be the one that's seeing more of what you're not. Yeah? So it happened. And a couple weeks later, then I got the same thing, but now I had a much bigger view, but the same thing. It was still this idea of me was seeing it. And it happened about seven times, and it kept going back farther, and then I realized, fuck, it's always going to arise, but it's never me. I didn't have to go through 800 more examples. Seven, my head got it like the 100 monkey. It just went boom. And it was, all right, that's what's going to happen. So whatever arises and claims to be me, ain't. You know, no matter what it's wearing, no matter how it's gaped or whatever, it's smooth and lubricated, it's not me. So whatever arises is not me. Whatever is saying it's here watching everything is in here. Right. Yeah? So that which is this, is always going to be before the camera, and that which I am is behind the camera. So, every time there's a sense of the behind the camera, what's before the camera is going to say, I'm the one that's seeing that, and then you realize, yep, it never gets behind the camera. So the seeing, I have found, humbly, nothing precedes the seeing. There's nothing that is seeing the seeing. Yeah? Everything is on this side of the camera. And nothing is... There is no seer of the seeing. Yeah? And then, 
that blows into your mental landscape and then all, because you've got it all, the mental state has, it's like a building complex of built. It's got a lot of nouns and these verbs and then the wind comes and it blows all the nouns down and then you see everything's just happening. Yeah? Everything is just happening. There's no one it ever happened to and there's nothing that ever happened but everything's happening. Wow, that's fucking, that's uh, <laughs> it's quite unsettling to the false noun. <laughs> because then you go, why would I invest so much thought? <laughs> why? So then you can come face to face to the God of what's not happening. <laughs> and it's the selfie. That's the God of what's not happening. <laughs> that's its realm. And in that realm, the God of what we are is never there, except as appearing to be the God that's not about what's not happening, yes? We've taken ourselves to be something that we're not, and from there we're giving everything all the meaning it has to this, and then all those meanings that we give things is we give them the meaning that they can affect us, and so they seem to, yeah? So one thought can ruin your day now. One little feeling could be the sign of a lifelong depression. Yeah. One little mistake has been a sin that your mental state has been worshipping at for 15 years, that it's never going to relieve you, you're never going to be free from it. You should never have done that. There's no other way out. You can plead to the court, you're always convicted. And you're just doing sentences, really. It's true. I've been in that court. There's no way out of that court system. All the appeals never get fucking turned over. You're going to be convicted. Yeah? But like the Course says, a beautiful thing. Everything here is a mistake. Every mistake can be corrected. What the selfing wants to do is make mistakes sins. Yeah? And there you get tattooed by them. And then what happens is, You parcel the light away from the light. You cut yourself off from you. Yeah? And that's what we're truly missing here. We're really missing what we call us. There's not enough of us showing up, seemingly, in our own life. We try to replace it with someone else or something, this and that. But what you're really looking for is what's looking. That's who you're really waiting to show up. And you'll be waiting for a long time because it's here already. It's just misidentified. You take yourself to be something you're not. It's easily corrected. Because it never happened. That's the beauty of it, really. It's the most easiest thing to correct because it never happened. It can only seem to be happening. So, these messages, this meeting is just for that. Just to produce a sense of... See, if you take yourself to be this, it's going to be seen as an urban renewal project. You're going to be working on it constantly. <laughs> because you won't just take it as a body. See, like, if I see it, my Toyota as a Toyota, I'll take care of it because it gets me places. But if I see it as the fucking chariot of the gods, I'm going to be fucking gilding it and nothing touching it and everything like that. It's going to be a little <laughs> inappropriate because, and then the thought system will be constantly about you as a body. It's unbelievable. I mean, you've loved someone in your life, maybe you thought about them 20,000 thoughts. Maybe 20,000 thoughts arose in your head about them. You've had 8 zillion thoughts about you. 
<laughs> it's just unbelievable. I mean, it's not even a little snowstorm. It's a blizzard in that little something. I mean, it's constantly agitated. It's constantly raining a mental avalanche. <laughs> Didn't you notice that when you were a kid? You'd run around, and then there was a day when you ran into a room, but you were accompanied by thought that first day. And then everything you ever did since then was accompanied by thought. Yeah? Then all that innocent went. Then there was a certain weird suspicion. You got sort of like, became, oh, no one can see. A lot of shit arose based on that sense. Really? Remember? I do. It was a very distinct day. I was running around naked with my, my uh, neighbor and between this little alley, a grass alley between my house and theirs. And the way I felt, you know, you know, just running in the morning dew and everything, running <laughs> around. And then my mother stuck her head out the kitchen window, and I, my mother had a very big influence on me. She had that look that something was wrong, and that was her first impression. Really, it started this whole introspection. And because there's nothing there, my head made it up, and it made up a really weird. Poor, sick little kids. <laughs> and that's the funny thing is, because my father died when I was nine, and I was sent up to my room to get him. He was taking a nap in my bed, and because we used to have a lunch on Sunday. And I saw him dead in my bed, but he looked happy. His head was, his arms like this, he turned this way. And it was only till my mother came up, and she said, Ma, Ma. And then by her look at her face, I knew he was dead. So my mother was a big sort of totem in my life, some weird reason. So this is what happens. A tiniest little impression can find a huge amount of expression in the dream. And they're all rooted in you being a body. Yeah. So there is relief. This gets the greatest relief of all when it's seen as not being you. Because this cannot handle being the center of the universe, I swear. It's got really, it's got too many skin pores that sweat, and, you know, it's got too many bad hair days and shit like that. It's never going to measure up to what you were hoping. <laughs> it's terribly disappointing. <laughs> you got so little to work with, you know. <laughs> and yet it's all that you think about. <laughs> So, there is a relief. There is. If you're not the one, uh, it's such a relief. I tell you, if this could write gratitude letters, it would have written gratitude letters. Thank you, all supreme. Because it had this giant mental fucking fat hen sitting on it all day, critiquing every little freaking thing it didn't do. You know? It's hell, isn't it? So there is a solution. The solution is there is no real problem. It's an activity. You can see the activity or you can look from the activity. That's it's not even a choice, it's just position. Yeah? Through negation you can be, negate the false reference and then the real reference becomes obvious. If you look for the real reference from the false effort reference, it'll be as obscure and as fucking special and, and vague as possible. But if you just, if the negation of the false reference occurs, the obviousness of the true reference becomes available. <coughs> with no thought after. It just seeps through you like something behind a canvas. And you just know it by its effects. 
you travel lighter. You have you enjoy peace of mind, you know serenity, comprehend peace, all that stuff. You have no metaphysical questions anymore. You may have questions like where are my keys or something. But you don't have questions about, you know, what's happening. <laughs> You know, people have total interest. Really, in a way, it has nothing to do with spirituality. It's really about ordinariness, in a sense. The thing that we're probably most afraid of, which is being ordinary. That's what happens. You land right where you are, yeah, and uh, all the all the like the gold leaf that was put on the guild, the gildedness gets scraped off. And it gets washed away, like if you stood out in this rain. All that stuff that you've been, ho- the mental state's been holding and clinging on to, hoping to mine some relevance out of, some importance, some some specialness, just gets just washed off. And then you truly are nothing, which is the fear of all fears for the mental state. Yet in that state, that's where the real relief comes. Yeah, because nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. That's exactly what you've been looking for. Though the mental state will be very rarely happy about it while it's getting dragged to it. It's not. It's not keen on it because it's not an experience. You know, you may not even get a loving gaze. No one's gonna. You may not have a giant charismatic energy field. You may just be going to Seven Eleven and not. No one even notices you. No, they don't so. None of that. It's just totally ordinary. It's what a relief, isn't it? Fucking far out. You finally wear those pants you don't think you look good in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what my hair looks like. I'm coming. I'm coming here. (laughs) I mean, I give it up, man. I'm tired. <laughs> it's like a talking product. We're trying to put ourselves on the shelf. Yes, like me. Me. <laughs> we should have all been recalled. <laughs> a massive recall. <laughs> bring all the, bring us all back. Get a new GPS. <laughs> I don't want the self-centered one. Centered, yes. Centered would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be special when I was young, and I can see my back by looking at my leg. <laughs> I got run over twice in one night. <laughs> That's special. <laughs> I've been arrested, so <laughs> I was. You got to be very clear what you're asking for. <laughs> It may not be what you thought it was going to be. You'll be special, all right. <laughs> if you don't see anything, anything in this, then just look at surrender and just turn it over. Realize that you're not meant to lead. You do better being led, yeah? That you're not here to change. You're here to be changed, yeah? The whole importance of change is what directs the change. Change is inevitable, but what directs the change? So in the course, it would be the Holy Spirit. If you turn over all the stuff over to the Holy Spirit, it will take the dream and direct it in a way that will produce it to be happier and end quickly. Yeah? And the same thing, if you give it over to the mental state, 
it will use the same material with a different agenda, with a different intent. Yeah, they're, they're like they're like water and oil, quite different. So in Ramana Maharshi would say there's two ways: self inquiry or surrender. So surrender is turning one's will over to the care of a higher power. Yeah. If you see that this is a failed system, it may motivate you to open up to have something else direct you. And then you'll know the tree by its roots, like Jesus said. You can't know the tree, but you'll see its effects. So if you start traveling lighter in a stabilized manner, what used to flip you out doesn't flip you out anymore with no thought or effort on your part, you're on to something. Yeah? So that's it, right? Any questions there? No? (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about you 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 talked about change a couple of times and you said that you used the analogy of the more electricity going through the circuits and the wires. And I'm not even sure how far. Can you, can you riff on that a little bit more? Like, in what, like, how that changed, like, how, how it happens, what it looks like, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think there's any rote way, but that which can change can be changed. So sometimes, like, for me, you know, I went through changes physically and emotionally and other ways. Okay. I didn't ask for it, it just sort of happened. And my idea, people call me up about that, and I say, listen, just don't act out and don't die, and things will be better. <laughs> really. Because you want, maybe you'll want to, you know. For me, it was like, a, I don't want to record this, because people get.